Welcome to another episode of the Battle of the Lamette. I'm your host, CJ. And today we have just one of our regular guys, Justin. What's happening, fella? That's <laughs> Duck Cowboy. Happy New Year. That's it? Well, yeah. I mean, we got a lot to get into. We need to save the time. New Year. We got a new crew here today for the podcast. We're, uh, we're well, well, one. I'm sure well, you'll get well. into it. Yeah, you're jumping ahead. Can you, I mean, come on. I want to... Let the fans, they want to hear what you, what's going on with Duck Cowboy. Come on. Well, it's odd. And the reason I say the new crew is because normally Bud takes over for about three minutes right here. <laughs> Rambles on about some things, makes everyone laugh. And then, uh, and then I go, yeah, let's do it. And then we go right in. So yeah, we need a little filler in here. Well, Bud, Bud couldn't make it today. So I hope everyone's okay with that. But we have a special guest that we'll introduce shortly we also have taylor she's back she's back and better than ever but yeah what's on tap let's see what's on tap first let's let's jump into what's on tap so this was actually a uh a what's on tap that went out over the over the break it might have been how come it's not open well because i like to open them on here so this is this is a 10 barrel and the nice thing about these 10 barrel uh, releases now, CJ, is that they are nationwide. So I don't have to hear you complain about not being able to get it and blah, blah, blah. Sure, sure. I appreciate that. So this is this is called Snake Run. And this is a double IPA. I'd like to get your, your, your take on it. Um, I know that early on, a lot of the <laughs> double IPAs were, were tough to drink. But nowadays, I feel like they've smoothed them out to where they got a little more octane. If you're not planning to sit around and drink beer all day, you know, if you only yeah. got, you know, three or four hours to drink beer, you go with these, these doubles, they got a little more octane and they taste a lot better. And I'll tell you, this is a limited release snake run by our good friends at 10 barrel. You guys should check it out. Yeah. I love 10 barrel. Delicious. Are you, are you a fan of the double? I like a double IPA every once in a while, you know, you get in that fancy glass and you know, you get to feel a little bit more special and then you end up losing track of how many you've drank and then you got a really bad headache the next day. So yep. yeah, I love them. You know, they're great. Let's get a drum roll. There it is. Just to introduce our special guest, the lead village. Goal! Oh, we got gore. <laughs> What's well, up, fellas? This episode. Yeah. Great Odin here. Welcome. How are you guys doing? Yeah, I, cast, man. I, it's been a long time coming. I know, I know. I figure I, I'm overdue and um, I, I owe just some time for going back quite a few years. So I'm done licking my wounds from my, my uh, lousy end of the 2019 season and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm back ready to talk. <laughs> yeah, man, I wish there was a way for us not to talk about 2019 at all, but I'm pretty, yeah, sure, right? <laughs> pretty sure we have to talk through it a little bit otherwise this is a kind of a worthless podcast but thanks for joining i know we hit you up last minute i what time did i hit you up yesterday like sometime oh, in the like afternoon four, or yeah four <laughs> o'clock <laughs> like, so, uh, okay. yeah, I, I appreciate that sorry for the last minute i just thought like hey who can we bring on that would be very would be a good backup or you know just a guest for since bud wasn't coming on i didn't want to cancel because there's so much going on i thought yeah. gore let's do gore not to mention gore's living that good life now as it, as his own boss so he just blew off his schedule he's like yeah i can make <laughs> blow off i know yeah, it, my whole I, I checked i checked with the boss and i'm good <laughs> <laughs> all right well hey let's uh 
let's get to know Gore a little bit. I'm, I, I think that that cowboy, you might have some questions that maybe you drummed up from the from the league or something. Like, what do you got there? Well, it's it's such a special guest, and <laughs> <laughs> he's an OG I, member. I mean, I got we've been to doing this a long time. You're right, and I got to take. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff that people would still like to know about Gore. Typically, we do it when a new member comes in, and I know. Early on, we we kind of did a get to know, you know, a bunch of the different league members. But I still think that there's a lot of questions that are out there about Gore. And uh, and so I reached out to the league members. Well, can I just say one thing oh, just to make yeah. sure everyone knows? His his first name is Dave. I don't know if everyone knows that or not, but just, just to throw it that. out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good point. And yeah. are, is there any other... Is there any other league member? I mean, a lot of times you call people, we'll just call people CJ or we'll call people, I mean, even end zone would be Dave. Like, I don't think that, has anyone, does anyone ever just call you Dave or it's just, you're Gore. I pretty much Gore. I, I, um, <laughs> I don't remember anybody actually using my real name in this league for the last seven years. <laughs> and, and now with the, with the different, uh, with the, with the option to actually change logos and brands, I might just have to adopt Gore and simplify everything for everybody. <laughs> we'll you see. definitely couldn't change we'll it. So it could oh, be something oh, yeah. else. Yeah. No, no doubt. There are at least three people that listen, that are going to listen to this pod and they're like, ah, Dave, huh? That's cool. <laughs> who's the other Dave? yeah <laughs> well i'm not going to say who asked these questions uh you might know on some of them uh and ultimately if you want to know okay. i'll tell you but um we're going to start we're going to start kind of tame the first question that that came to us on getting to know gore was uh where would you gore like to vacation and uh which league member would you take with you Wow, that's a good question. That's so funny. <laughs> good question. Can I can I ask a, a uh, clarifying question first? <laughs> what season are we talking about as far as vacation goes? Because that matters on location to me. It wasn't specified. Awesome. Someone let Let's you just run say right it. now. Let's just say right now, January. Right now, you're talking winter. I'm I'm a snowboarder. I would love a winter kind of mountain trip. And if I'm picking something off the top of my head, I'm thinking Park City. Breckenridge, Whistler, those would be awesome mountain destinations. And um, I've done that actually annually. Uh, I have a buddy out in Colorado, so a lot of times we'll do an annual trip to Breck. Um, so I love that trip. Um, if you're talking summertime and, and kind of warmer weather, my wife and I love Hawaii. So if we can get to Hawaii, we'll take any chance we can get to get to Hawaii. Uh, that's a favorite spot of the family. But the problem is you don't get to take your wife. You got to take a league member. So which one's it going to be? Uh, uh, good point. If I'm taking a league member and I just get one? You get one. Okay. Well, um, I would probably take the commission. Yes. And, uh, I thought it was yeah. going to be IP for sure. Yeah. That would help. <laughs> uh, yeah. that, that's not a vacation. That would, be, that would just be a, like a work trip. <laughs> well, well, hopefully the uh, the commission knows how to snowboard. Yeah, I, I can know. ski. I can't snowboard. So well, that's in good shape. That's fine. I grew um, up in Idaho for crying out loud. Of course, I knew how to ski. I just you know never got into snowboard. Nor did I. But I never got into skiing. No yeah, worries. That's okay. Yeah, I can't <laughs> then, wait to go. Let's do it. Another question coming at you. Do you still believe okay. in the wide receiver over running back philosophy? 
Good question. Um, I do. I, I do. And I'm looks like I'm back on the wide receiver keeper kick that switched for me when we went to a PPR league. I, I like to uh, just have them play on wide receivers if I can, based on that league format. If it was a standard league, I'd probably would be more inclined to be more running back centric. I don't have a problem scoring points. That's not usually the problem. It's usually the timing of those points. <laughs> so um, I, I'm going to say I'm a big, I'm a big believer in, in get the best wide receivers you can in a PPR league. I will, I will throw one fun fact out there just for everybody. Gore is the reason we're a PPR league because you pushed it years ago yeah. to get us into a PPR format. Originally, mm-hmm. you weren't. You were, you were just a regular old standard format. So yeah. nice work, Gore. I, I love it. Well, it's pretty easy to uh, have a wide receiver philosophy when you have the wide receivers that you own. So <laughs> <laughs> it sure helps. Yeah. Maybe that's why I went PPR to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> I've had Julio a long time. <laughs> you drafted Julio in the original draft. Yeah. Right. Does, yeah. does anybody have a player like that that they've drafted Only from you. day one? Oh, Only that's you. awesome. Um, I love it. Yeah, I mean, like that. But I don't know. You stumbled into another pretty good wide receiver this year. So, gosh, right. Dude, I'll, give you, I I'll, give you two, I'll give you two things that I screwed up on. And we talked about this the other night. One, Gore hit me up midway through, I don't know what year it was. And you're like, Martavis Bryant for Mike Evans straight up. And I had Martavis Bryant. And I said, man, you're crazy. Get out of here. Martavis <laughs> all the way. And then the other time you hit me up and you said, Aaron Jones for Philip Lindsay straight up. And I was like, oh, no, man. Lindsay's like, gosh, dang it. Sorry, oh, I just, man. I don't know There's why a couple I of think missed. about that. <laughs> yeah, well, if you think about it, Aaron Jones was nothing. Receivers. Aaron Jones was nothing with, uh, with McCarthy. You know, he doesn't develop the running game. So thank God he's over there with uh, with thank those God. Cowboys now. I miss McCarthy and uh, Aaron Rodgers throwing all those touchdown passes instead of stupid jerk Aaron I, Jones gets all the touchdowns now. Hopefully it's Dak next year. Okay, we're, <laughs> we got to move on because we got some questions here. So uh, this is a two-parter. It's it's how did the, how did a Steelers fan like yourself end up with a team name that includes Raven? <laughs> and the second part wow. is and the second part is what exactly does great odin's raven mean all right so i'll give you the, the background on the name so it doesn't have anything to do with the baltimoreans the sons of bitches um, <laughs> ironic great. ironic so, though right it is ironic um so i uh you know i went to san diego state I lived in San Diego for a lot of years. During that time, uh, Anchorman came out. It was a big, big hit. And that was kind of all the rage. And Great Owens Raven is like, you know, the the exclamation, you know, point in that movie. And um, plus, it's a Scotch brand. And, uh, and that all kind of came together when I was looking for a name. It evolved into gore. So that was totally an afterthought. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it has nothing to do with the two. <laughs> It was just a pure play on, you know, kind of where I grew up and came from and, and it worked and it had a cool logo. Well, that, what was that the second part of your question? Well, the first part was just how does a Steelers fan have Raven in his name? So you might have to, I guess maybe just go to Gore now. Um, I, you know, I because, think I, I may. 
that is part of uh, one of the questions coming up, but this is a nice segue as we've just learned that you are from San Diego originally. And one of the questions here was what state, and you would know, California or Oregon is better and why? Wow, having them both, that's a loaded question. Um, better now, um, I would say Oregon for, for where I'm in my life. <laughs> um, but um I mean, California is an amazing place. You know, it, it's got it's got everything, and um, I have no no problems uh, saying I you know I grew up there, and there's a lot worse places you could grow up. So I love them both, but I give I, I tip towards Oregon these days. Uh, just a better cost of living, lower living, better standard of living. Uh, the politics drive me nuts um, in both states. So it's kind of a wash. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but, um, you know, can't, can't uh, change that overnight. Um, but yeah, I think, I think I, I lead Oregon. I being, being a Southern California guy, I never thought I'd say it, but I love the summers in Oregon. Um, I love the, the proximity to an hour and a half to snowboarding, an hour and a half to the beach. Uh, wine country is at my doorstep. You can own a home for mere mortals. You know, that's, I think all of those things, I think Oregon's better. And Oregon has the hotter chicks. Right. Questionable. You know. <laughs> Questionable. <Okay. laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to get out more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, can't, I would just say, hey, my friend, I can't agree with that comment. I, I, I have eyes. For, I have eyes for one chick. Um, right. She lives, she, lives, she lives in Oregon. Um, here's a couple more coming at you. You might know who this one's from, but there was a question that was just, do you want Antonio Brown back? <laughs> absolutely not that was like my best trade of all time i was so happy to him definitely so is not. that a so that's a no yeah got it yeah that's a firm that's a firm no good luck so boston, antonio brown sorry boston strangler it's a no no that was, was all yours that was anonymous oh, um yeah. sorry okay uh, second <laughs> second favorite nfl team we all know the steelers number one who's number two chargers Again, going back to being in San Diego, going to Chargers games. I've actually been to more Chargers games than Steelers games. So my family on my dad's side is all Chargers fans. Everyone on my mom's side is Steelers fans. So I really just kind of with both. So I think that would definitely be my number two pick. It's tough to be a Chargers fan, though. <laughs> it's a lot more fun being a Steelers fan. Well, yeah, being, no kidding. Well, and we'll find out because being a Steelers fan, two-parter, Big Ben, is he – are you hopeful for him to come back next year? Or could you care less? And uh, the the second part of that is, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Oh, boy. I would say, uh, yes, I am hoping he comes back. I, I want him to come back um, because only for because I don't have a better option right now. He's still the best quarterback on that squad. They went down the depth chart, and I didn't see anything that's going to do better. Um, so I, right now, I'll take, you know, Big Ben still can throw a ton. He's hard to tackle. Um, he knows the offense. He's a he's a winner. And I I just love the fact that going back to his days in uh, what was it Miami of Ohio, the guy came out of college just winning and winning and managed the game at first and won some Super Bowls and so yeah I, I'm a big supporter of Big Ben until the until he's hung it up. And what's your second part of that question? 
first ballot? Yeah, he's got championships. I, I would say yes. You don't think that the writers are going to hold him back one time just to stick it to him because he's kind of a big bastard? Well, it was the, <laughs> it was the, the young gal in the stall. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking yeah. about. What's wrong with you, Doug Cobb? Why do you bring up something that's so negative? <laughs> no, that's, what, that's what the press is going to do. Gonna I'm bring just up trying bullshit. to get ahead of it. Just trying to get ahead of it. <laughs> Good thinking. Okay, uh, so hopefully that's <laughs> so far in the past. Most of these have been positive, and, and that's because I weeded through them. Um, <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I do have one question here. Uh, have you yourself ever been fallen victim to being gored? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> funny. That's funny. Um, yeah, I've gored myself probably more than I've gored others, actually. <laughs> I can think of two instances just in the last season. Um, one, I last minute benched Godwin, God knows why, and put in a horrible wide receiver that got me no points for the Redskins. I don't know what I was thinking uh, against better, uh, better odds or counsel and advice from fantasy pros. I'll blame them. Um, I often do. And he blew, yeah, he, he blew up that week, of course, and I lost to Sourdough Sammy in like week three. You got to be kidding me. So, yeah, I got gored there. Uh, and then I think the other one was uh, the very last the very last game. All I had to do was win to get into the playoffs or lose by no more than 48 points. And I, I somehow managed to do both. And I bitched. I benched James White, and the guy goes nuts, and he's done nothing. He's kind of steady, you know, steady Eddie all year long. All of a sudden, the guy goes nuts, and I have him on my bench. And so I lose, and I'm out of the playoffs. Scott Gord, thanks. Uh, well, can I, can I just Brilliant. say something real quick? Absolutely. I, I, I kind of yeah. think that your definition of being Gord is slightly different than what the league thinks it means. Okay. Uh, that's probably a good point <laughs> perception is reality my friend <laughs> yeah goring goring is spread like like wildfire it's like who's the term yeah in a lot of different places but the yeah but the original definition per webster i don't know do you know what it is cj yeah uh, let me look it up go ahead tell them i'll looking up here well i don't know that kind of wraps up my questions and i think that you had a couple of maybe top top gorings in the league maybe that'll well, help us define it i mean yeah i mean obviously i think there's there's two that come to mind pretty quick that people consider as a got gored moment right i think one of them is the infamous oh. hip-hop eponymous and irish oh. puddles trade was that last summer last was, summer right it was two ago wasn't it yeah, where he boycotted the league for a month, like exactly uh, a month. Irish That was the old uh, House of Cards. Uh, uh, no, 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 down, no, no. You know. no, that was Not a different that one. one. Okay. No, the oh. other one was the infamous Mike Evans for Aaron Rodgers. That's the original. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's the one I go back to. That's top notch gore right there. <laughs> That's gory. You know, now that we have the now, now that we have the, the league listening to this, would you like to kind of through what what happened from your point of view on the old, you know, because Irish Puddles felt like he had a deal with you, um, and then I swooped in at the very last minute and 
and wreck this whole thing. Like, what, what's your thoughts on that? IP, <laughs> this was, I think, his first, maybe it was the first season in trading. The guy starts with the trade conversation, like, literally in, in like, like now, like January, February, or <laughs> earlier. You haven't heard from him like, yet this year? <laughs> oh, I have. I have. Uh, now I push him off. No, no, I'm smart enough. They talked to me in freaking May, you loser. No. So. I love it. I love it. Gore, you're awesome. Well, so I, he, he hits me up so early. And so I tell him, like, say, okay, look, this looks like a good trade. And as long as nothing comes on better before we actually start trading, then we're, we're good. And so then the week of before trading goes live is when kind of everything starts to get real. And that's where you and I connected and we made that Aaron Rodgers trade. I, you know, he, he, he built an entire <laughs> house of cards based off that trade. I had no idea he was doing that. And, you know, he's, that's his thing. But you can't do that until things are confirmed in my book, you know. And so we were we were outside of the trading time frame. I made the best play for my team. Um, I told him in the, and I pulled up the text and gave it to him and said, look, I told you I would do this unless something, unless something better came along before trading started. And it did. And so I took it. And <laughs> yes. I, I, I do it. I do it again. It rolled out the same way, you know. And so. It sucks. I know he had a lot on there, but that's that's just goes, I guess. Yeah, that's the way it goes sometimes, and you know that's okay. I mean, that's how I remember it too. Just saying. Thank you. Okay, good. <laughs> Gets fuzzy, but yeah, I think that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, believe me, plenty of conversations about this very topic. <laughs> Well, it goes down in in league lore. Well, he's adapted. He's adapted too, because didn't he have a hard contract or something that he gave to you, <laughs> CJ at the last draft? He's like getting yeah. uh, he's getting attorneys involved and uh, <laughs> having signatures and stuff now. So, oh, <laughs> uh, right, well, you got any other questions for Gore? Or is that is that the uh, what were some of the negative ones that we doesn't have to answer? Just curious. Well, they weren't so. Ne- I mean, there was a. Uh, how does oh, he yeah. live with himself? Yeah, no, it's a, oh yeah, I've got a question for Gore. Uh, <laughs> I'm interested in knowing if you like that you have a split personality because when it comes to your history of wishy-washy <laughs> trade trade commitments, it's so weird that you're such a nice guy when I see you in person. <laughs> don't answer that. You don't oh, have God. to answer that. I think you kind of did, but yeah, let's. That's uh, tough. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, no, I think. Uh, yeah, take that one out. I think it was. Was that from? Was that from Endzone? Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like I'm serious. What's wrong with you? No, these are. No. These are anonymous. No, most all of them are pretty good, but of course, uh, you know, Gore getting gored is low low hanging fruit. But I'll tell you this, Gore came on here and uh, just answered the hard questions. So he did. I think that his piece is no out there. And plus, if he if if he wouldn't have gored anyone, uh, we'd probably still be calling him Great Odin's Raven. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. It's just a lot to say. Yeah, at least know? I give you I give lots of lots of stories. Lots of yeah, it's good to have some stories, and uh, at least I'm giving you guys good cannon fodder. <laughs> yeah, hey man, you're awesome for the league. I I, I love it, Gore. It's been <laughs> awesome. Like it, it, 
we need to have those memorable moments in our league to make it great. You know what I mean? Well, let's yep. move on. So uh, glad you're on, Gorse. We got a few things we got to talk about, but little housekeeping here is everyone saw it today on Slack. Uh, Neil resigned from the league today. So what that means is now we gotta we gotta find a new uh, a new owner. So we gotta dust off the the uh, waiting list and start figuring out what we're gonna do. We got a few months before we need to get someone committed to that. But what do you guys think? It's about getting a new person in the league. Yeah, I. Uh... I don't know if there's a list out there. I've kind of forgotten what the process looks like. Uh, do you have kind of just the the regulations that we went through yeah. previously so, to kind of to kind of yeah. find someone? I know that I know that um, you know Hawk Attack had a buddy that came and and brought a lot of quality uh, to the league on a, a week in and week out basis uh, this year. Also, I don't know does he just jump onto the list? Is he interested in being on the list? What does the list look like? Um, yeah, so I think I think we'll have to we'll have to revisit the league because I know that you know over the years people will hit me up and say, hey, I got someone I want on the list, and you know, and, and that's that's great. But I think even when you start talking to p- potential people for the league, and you start telling about some of the commitments that we're giving and maybe how serious it is. A lot of people get scared of that and will back off like really quickly, like, oh, I can't, I can't commit to that, and these guys are crazy and all that kind of stuff. So we. We have to find a good balance, but how the process works. So the three of us are on the selection committee as well as end zone and bungle nation. So it's our responsibility as original owners to find a, a good replacement. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll look at the list. We'll, you know, from the rest of the league, we'll, I'll try and talk with as many of these guys. I, if I don't talk to somebody, I don't know them at all. I, we, I won't consider them. I'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk with them. Then we'll have our conference call like we did last time where the five of us can talk to these people and see what they're about, have them present something. I think last time we had them both do, you know, it was last time we did this was a few years ago now was Boston and, and um, sourdough. And we ultimately ended up going with, with Boston um, per his interview. Really, it came down to the interview. Uh, if, if you guys remember his interview was, was really great you know i mean we all regret it now nah, i'm just kidding you know but um <laughs> but i mean that was what it was about so i think this year i mean it'd be great to have you know do we do we talk to somebody like wildcard willie is he really that interested do we you know or do we go back into the well and look at some of the other things or do we even think about maybe we go we go down to 10 do we go back to 10 is that the best thing for the league so i think we have a lot to think about it may not be a foregone conclusion that we go back up to 12 um you know which means we'd have to get rid of somebody else but you know we got to do what's best for the league and i'm not saying that's what we would do i mean obviously we want to replace replace this franchise we have a lot to think about in this offseason and we'll talk about this at the end of the podcast a little more about some of the changes that are coming but then we we uh offer this to the team and if they want to buy the franchise we have to decide if we're going to sell it or if we're just going to give it away that's something that probably is on the shoulders of the five of us again, as selection committee. But Lewis is already working on the valuation. I asked him to do that today. I saw Liz um, walk by. Um, but yeah, I had Lewis already hit up Lewis today. Told him he's he's up. He needs to get the valuation for that team. And then if we do want to sell it, um, then anything over the valuation we'll give to Neil. Um, but then whatever the valuation is, we'll take that and put that into the league funds for for different costs for the league. And that's kind of what we all agreed upon. And 
in Huntington Beach, I believe, is when we talked about this. But anyways, yeah. well, then they'll get started. They have to pay right away as soon as we offer them, and then they get that team, and it's just business as usual. So it's pretty simple, pretty simple process. We'll just find the right candidate, bring them on board, give them the team, they pay up front, and that's it. Well, that's that's good. I know Irish Puddle is probably going to have to uh, rework some uh, some trades, you know. But... <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> well it is i mean it is, it is clear into the the 8th already of january of course he's already got stuff going i mean the league the season's been over for over two weeks yeah he was making yeah. international phone calls there for two weeks <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so, so the know, question we'll, was was is wildcard willie in consideration or no did you yeah, hear I mean, that he was he's on the list and probably get a chance to talk about it tomorrow and um see because you know i i like like people like wildcard willie because i think they bring a new element to the league and you know but right. we have to decide if that looks best like do we want somebody that was is crazy like that or do we want someone that's a little bit more fancy football but can get along with everybody yeah you know i'm not saying he can't that's not what i'm saying i just we got to be really careful yeah who we bring in because i think the league is is pretty pretty uh important to a lot of folks and we got to make sure we bring in somebody that can you know bring something more because i think the at the end of the day the league's about us staying together as a group of friends and having a lot of fun and being able to spend time with each other and and be competitive and grow something that we kind of own entirely on our own and that's kind of a fun fun thing and we don't want to bring in anyone that's going to bring down the league or, or create problems because I think at this point, anyone that disrupts the league too much should really be out of the league. And not to mention, I think now that this has happened, there's some league members that there's been a couple of years where they'll throw a name out just because we're not remembering who those are right now. I think there is a, a list. And so that's where it kind of comes down to the list process. Is it really first come first serve on the list? People have been waiting. I still think oh. that, it's not, I, I still think that it's not. I still think we go through the vetting process, but I think we're forgetting about a bunch of people there. Let's talk about the end of the season. I'm having a really hard time with how the season ended. I don't know if I can live in a world where Bungle Nation is a two-time champ. It's gotten better. Um, I talked a lot about it with family and, and friends trying to move on and, and help myself understand that sometimes the world is an ugly place and that it's just that's life and i need to just accept it but i'm still really having a hard time accepting it i'll let you guys go from there <laughs> well first i appreciate you just admitting that and <laughs> so many times that is the first step um i too not a huge fan of 2019 i'd like to come forward with you if there's room on the couch uh the bungle situations hurt me just as deeply, if not more. I know you played against him in the championship, but we all know how interwoven uh, he and I have been uh, the last two years uh, for him to obtain those two rings. I haven't spoken with family about it yet, but I probably should. <laughs> you, need, you need to get help. It's important. It's something, it's a necessary step. Well, Gore, can you help? I, I agree with you guys both. 2019 suck <laughs> and um i i, I drowned in my sorrows for uh a, a good number of weeks 
I guess a little bit relieved that no matter what I did, uh, if I was in the playoffs for the first first uh, round, I would have lost anyway. Uh, he killed it. I mean, he 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 has like 200 points that that game, and oh, I think please. I put up like one. Yeah, I mean, it was he he was. I think that's the only thing I could say is that it wasn't like he backed into it like uh, maybe he did the year prior. I mean, he dominated. It was you know. Couple of good trades and quarterback One. to just put up fifty birds. I mean, it's hard to beat that, and you got to hand it to him. You know, it's, he he did a nice job. I can I can get to peace with him winning. He earned it. Um, you know, but we got to change this up next year. We we cannot have a three P. So um, it, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gore's coming for you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, that's what I want to hear. That's what. Listen, you guys screwed it up, and you put all that pressure on my shoulders during the holidays to have to prevent the repeat. And I, I really don't appreciate that from you guys in the West. Okay, like I had enough stuff going on. I didn't need that. All right. Well, if we could have put it on anyone else's shoulders, we would have. I mean, we saw how scrappy that little yeah. bunch you had put together over there. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like it's not like we it's not like we had a lot of a lot of hope and trust in that a scrappy little group either, but stupid. It was stupid. It was funny how how uh how they overachieved for two hundred something the week before though, and it was like, no, don't waste all those points. We're gonna need those. Well yeah. somebody somebody tried to make me feel better and say well, at least having enough points on your bench to win. I'm just like, what kind of thing is that to say? When my yeah. stupid quarterback gives me five points, like get out of here with that. Yeah. Like, wasn't that help me? wasn't wasn't your roster. It was you. Well, I will I will say this in defense, and I think Bungle's feeling it a little bit, and I think it's the exact same conversations that that we all had with, uh, at least I had with CJ when he was a two-time champ, it starts to get lonely. Like one year in this league starts to get lonely. I'm sure two gets really lonely and it's just the competitive nature of everyone in here. So don't take it personal, Boston. Um, I'd rather have, I'd rather have the two, two, two rings and a little bit of loneliness. Uh, people get over it. Time heals all and you'll be just fine. Yeah. I, yeah. It's it's isn't whatever. It, isn't it nice to be a man of the people again, CJ? No, I prefer to win. Like I would have really liked to have won this year because I had no business being even in the playoffs, let alone in the championship game. So it would have been nice to win, but whatever. Like I'm bitter about yeah. it. I'll, 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 take, while, so. I'll take loneliness um for the win. <laughs> you know, I, I have no problem with that. <laughs> it says <laughs> Says Gore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's already it's already lonely being a villain in this league anyway. So villain with some rings. That's got to be right. All right. Let's 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 get statistical. Let's do it. You guys ready for this? Yeah. So here here's the thing. So I don't have a whole lot for let's get statistical because I'm putting together the end of year recap. And this year's end of year recap is going to be awesome. So I don't have a lot because I don't want to, I, I don't, I don't want to spoil the surprise for everyone, but there's something big coming that I hopefully you guys will like. 
and it'll have everything you need going into to, to remember 2019, but then to go into 2020. But just wanted to talk about transactions. The last, so 2016, 2017, 2018, there was one one franchise that dominated in the number of transactions. This includes off-season trades, okay? So this is all trades, all year. You guys know who that was, right? Oh, yeah. End zone by a mile. Yeah, end zone by a mile. Like he had the record in 2016, he had the record of 72 transactions. And then in right. 2017, he dropped off significantly down to 53, but that didn't work either. So he went up to 80 in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> so, but wow. we have a new trans we have a new transaction champ this year. Does anybody know who that might be? I think I do. I'm going to let Gore go first on this one. Hmm. Um, I want to think, We'll see a couple of these guys that I would think that I think they blew their their fab dollars so early that they might have stopped making them transactions. I want my I, my gut read was got me, but um, I'm gonna say Hawk. No, the 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 winner was way more pathetic than that. Who who do you have? Okay, uh, that cowboy. I'm pretty sure if it finished the way it was trending, that it that it's the commish. Yeah, the most pathetic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think it's I think it's our boy Badonka Bronx. It was. Oh yeah. wow! After but it was close. After after three years of lecturing, end zone, he was like, maybe maybe I should try that. Yeah. So it, yeah, no, I. It what was, was a numbers? rough year. It was a rough year. So I had fifty-eight. You know, so that's that's pretty good. And then, it's yeah, tame. Right. I mean, fifty-eight is down from eighty the year before. That was the yeah, change, eighty right? was the high. This yeah, is not a product of you. I mean, I'm sure you stay consistent. This was a product of Enzone just trying to tame himself. Well, Enzone was thirty. He had fifty-three. So it's not like you know. I mean, still, you know, it's, it's down thirty percent from last year. Yeah. So, but if you look at look at the transactions, so transactions were down. So, 2016, all full transactions all year, 452. So that's an average of 34 per right. And Enzone had 72, so he kind of bumped the curve quite a bit there. And then 2017, there was 455, which is about 38. Enzone had 53, so again bumps it a little bit, but you know. But you also got to remember that Bud only has like, you know. I mean, Four. 20 a year or something. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's a little bit. He brings it down the other way. So, yeah, he's uh, loyal. And then, loyal to and those then, guys. Yeah. And then 2018, we had 504, and, but Enzone again wow. had 80 of those. And, and he and Sourdough Sammy's had 70. So, those two were 150. So, it was, you know, that's, that's really weird. And they had 41 this year. So, transactions were down, a lot of activity, but, you know, my, and the number of trades we had this year was through the roof so i mean it was just mainly a, a lot of transactions were trades especially for anything that matters and all, and all in the in the recap everyone will see what points they got and scored so when you see the recap i'm talking about points scored not just you know aaron Rodgers had 286 points but one of those i didn't start he doesn't it won't show up there as points so it's just what they actually started on a team and got points for so you'll see what your keepers got for you and who was the highest, lowest, whatever? What were the draft picks? What did they score for you? What were waivers? And then what were trades? And it's really interesting because, you know, wow. some teams are, every, there's there's a different 
team that scores huge in every category, you know, and it's just, what's the right way to do it? Who knows, you know, but it's really interesting to see. So you'll, we'll get to, we'll get to see that, but I can tell you that so far, like the draft gets you the least amount of points, you know, trading obviously is the lowest because there's the fewest of that, but waivers and keepers are the, is where the money is. So, but we'll see, you know, you just never know. You still want to get draft, you know? Well, you if it's, it. We appreciate it because I'm sure there's going to be a ton of value. If it's you and statistics, I think that um, whatever we think kind of pie in the sky is going to be, uh, it'll blow that out. So we're excited. I know I'm, I know I'm excited to see it. And I think it's awesome. Like on your trading card, you have a new title of training, training champ or <laughs> transaction champ. Yeah. You know, they, transaction they, they call that tranny champ. <laughs> I think that's what we're calling it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's move on to some Justin jibber jabber. Just, 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 Justin, Justin, jibber jabber. Oh, Justin, 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 jibber jabber. Well, what do you got today? this is uh, this is gonna be kind of a fun one. I got to thinking a little bit about all of the keepers that didn't pan out for people last year. Uh, all the people that have been keepers year over year that aren't going to be keepers next year. Maybe they got old, uh, shit the bed. <laughs> just got terrible. Just offensive got bad. Line sucks right. now. Yeah. It's yeah. the, we have a horrible offensive coordinator. <laughs> or just the rookies that come in and you got to, they got to bump someone out. Right. So there's some new yeah. ones yeah. and some yeah. that get hot. So with a couple of experts, uh, here today, we're going to play a little game called keeper, not a keeper. First okay. one. Josh Allen. Gore, you go first. I'll let you go first on these. Okay. Uh, Josh Allen, I'm going to say keeper only because he's the number one. Big question mark, though, will be what happens with Rivers. So I think that could change. But I think right at this moment, I would say he's still a keeper. Um, he, still gets, he still gets a lot of receptions thrown his way. Josh Allen is said- a quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> And I'm, I, I'm also, I'd like to apologize to our listeners. When I said experts, I, I got so lost on that. I throw that, I throw that term around loosely. So uh, I thought I was seeing a totally different Alan. Yeah. Now next time, next time I'll use, I'll use middle names so that it doesn't confuse yes. you. Can you yeah. at least say quarterback, Buffalo Bills, something? Okay, quarterback, yeah. Buffalo Bills. Thank you. Please get me back on track, will you? So let me let me also let me also thank you, Gore. That was fantastic. <laughs> let me also just throw out that everyone knows how many keepers. So a lot of these guys that end up in the top forty of any category, they're probably keepers. But Josh Allen for this last year was 11th overall in points and ninth overall at the QB spot. So I ask you, is he a keeper? I say he is because I know that Boston's going to keep him. Yeah. And that's going to be some of the dynamic in here too, is trades. Do you keep, he's obviously not keeping Baker Mayfield, but does he trade him? You see his value as a keeper. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I would agree with that. I think Josh Allen, uh, he has enough with his digs and, and throwing to be uh, to be dangerous, um, so he will definitely be either be traded or kept. Okay. Yeah, with and he's got a dangerous player in the backfield that is unbelievably good that is going to help open up lanes for him. 
We heard about that guy. Okay, yeah. Take take it easy there, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Singletary. <laughs> Stop. I'm not bringing that up right now. <laughs> well, sticking. Okay, sorry. Adjusted. Sticking with the QB, Gore. We're sticking with QBs here. Um, Got it. You know this one well. I feel like hip hop all of a sudden. Speaking, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Speaking of dangerous, um, is Jameis Winston a keeper? Oh uh, wow! Well, I got I have a tough decision. You know, um, I'm sitting on Breeze, who I don't know. He says he wants to play some more. The guy's super accurate, still playing well. Health is a concern. And on the other hand, you got Winston throws it to a dynamic duo, but he also throws a ton of interceptions. Uh, probably be introducing a, a, a revision to the rule of negative points for interception if I keep them. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, I, he put up a ton of points. I, eight, I, um, eight I, overall. I've got a tough, eight, yeah. eight overall in points in the league, number six at the QB position, uh, but may not have a team next year. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where I worry about him right now. It's like, is he? I mean, things will change over the next coming months. But as it looks now, I mean, Bruce Arians isn't even sold on him as his quarterback. And yeah, to your point, yeah. Gore. I mean, a lot of sacks and a lot of interceptions. It's like, boy, I don't know. You know, that's uh, I don't know if I'd want a piece of that action. I, I would say yeah, he's not a keeper. Eighth overall in points in the league, and not a keeper. Not a keeper. Crazy. I and think maybe TNTR. Too new to rate. I like that one. This is another tricky one. Top three in points over the last five weeks, Mr. Ryan Tannehill. Did he work his way into being a keeper? Gosh, I can't remember what team he's on. Who's he on? He's in the playoffs and he plays for the team that just beat the Patriots. No, took no, over, I mean, uh, I mean, took, uh, took over for Marcus Mariota. No, I mean, I meant which team in the league. He's oh. on. He got me. All right, he's on. He got me. He got me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So, yeah. <laughs> over, over. Okay, over. Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, where where did Kyler Murray end up? I can't remember. You guys didn't think I was going to ask you about all the easy ones in this little drill, did you? Uh, yeah, I, I did. No. <laughs> and frankly, I'm, I'm disappointed uh, in you. Yeah, but Kyler Murray's pretty yeah, bad the tough. last five weeks. I mean, he was not good the last five weeks. He, he I, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll be better. Who knows? I don't know. That's a tough one. But Tannehill, no. I'm going to say no, he's not a keeper. Just a flash in the pan. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree. I think if, you know, if he got me, I don't know, I'd probably take the youth and the talent. Um, to develop with uh, with Murray, try to trade Tannehill, or he, he falls to uh, one of the top quarterbacks in the draft. Well, sticking with he got me, he picked up Kenyon Drake, the guy that I got in the draft uh, first round last year. I thought he was going to be something. The trade turned and you were him. Right. Yeah, no doubt. He's <laughs> he has a lot of talent. He just was with a crappy team, and with the trade, yep. he got himself to the 16th overall running back in the league 73rd overall in points but with some of those games and the way that he fit into that team late is he a keeper i ask you 
Well, I'll I'll take this one first, Gore, but I think that David Johnson is a huge bust, and I don't know if there's something more going on with him than, and maybe we'll we'll learn that he has to have some kind of surgery or something like that. But um, I don't think he's a keeper. I don't think he's someone you can. I think he's like C.J. Anderson. You know, you bring him in, he looks great, and all this, but is he going to be your long-term guy when you've got someone like? Um, David Johnson. I know David Johnson's up for a contract, so we'll see what happens there, but I'm going to say no. Yeah, I, I think that's all contingent on on what David Johnson's, you know, situation is. He's um he's their number one guy and Drake is a fantastic fill-in. He stepped right in, but um I I again, I don't think he's a keeper. So we're banking on if I'm hearing you guys correctly that it's really injuries or something with David Johnson that, that caused this whole thing. Cause I felt like he was healthy there at the end of the year and it just didn't work system wise. So if he gets traded is is David Johnson, depending upon the team he gets traded to, is he a guy that you should think about as keeper products has, you know, a lost season with him already. Do we still hold out hope that he's someone? I don't think products does. Do you? I don't know how, how you it. go yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how you get through the, the offseason without somebody accepting a trade. Or, or I mean, I would take a chance on the talent of, of David Johnson, you know what I mean, depending on my situation. But I don't know how you would pass on that. You know he's he's better than what he showed. It's a tough one for sure. Speaking of being better than what they showed, what about our boy Adam Thielen? I heard he just got injured again in practice today. Oh, my uh, gosh. May not be available. Really? For this weekend's game, uh, Diggs has sat out two two practices in a row trying to get healthy for this thing. Adam Thielen, as good as he is out there when he's playing, was traded because he couldn't stay healthy. Uh, is he a keeper? Go ahead, Gore. I'll take I'll I'll take a I'll take this one. I say I would say yes. Um, I still think he's a big piece of that offense. Um, and you know, how, you know me, I love wide receivers. I had Thielen for a, a hot minute and, uh, got, you know, <laughs> but whatever happened there, I, I got rid of them or moved them, um, off and yeah, I regretted that move. So, um, I would think if, yeah, if you don't have any other receivers, you're, you're looking to keep him for sure. I think he's going to be, um, still a big piece of that offense. Well, and I, uh, yeah, I agree with, I agree with you, Gore. And I think that, the upside is too too much to just ignore. Like he's a keeper for sure. Like you have to accept the upside. And the downside is that is he going to get injured here and there and and have problems? Sure. But at a receiver, you can you can fill in. You can do fill ins much easier than a running back. You know what I mean? Like right. he's still worth the upside. Like you're not going to lose your season because Thielen's hurt, but you could win your season because he's on your team. Well, I, I lost some games because he was healthy, was thrown to once, and didn't play the rest of the game. So was was zero. Uh, but yeah, I do. Yeah, but that, that, I do, that's on I, your boy, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yeah, well, I would say that's a quarterback issue. <laughs> well, we'll see. I, too, think he's a keeper. But uh, given this last season, he's one of those guys that's kind of in the middle. There's a lot of – good wide receivers coming in um and i think more than in any position you see those receiver keepers change quite a bit so um on that same note two more wide receivers here one's aj brown finishes uh number 22 
overall wide receiver, 71 overall in points, came on late, most of it with Tannehill. Is he a keeper after his rookie year? I I had a feeling. I had a feeling he's on your list. I, he was someone I was watching towards the end, and boy, he guy's good. Great hands, runs great routes. I think he's he is someone where I would say an emerging keeper for sure. To keep an eye on him, um, I think he's going to be pretty hot. Yeah, I pass. What do you think? I I don't like to talk about Titans wide receivers. It's kind of uh, <laughs> yeah. a, uh, so, a sore subject. A little bit, so yeah, I'll ne- pass. Never keeping another one of them again. Dang. <laughs> you'll try. You'll try back. one more time. Uh, in twenty, so in twenty nineteen, who? No injuries aside, which I don't think they're running. What was the lowest scoring keeper from last year? Yeah, it's um, Corey Davis. Yeah, for three point nine yeah. points for Badonka Bronx. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. You kept Corey Davis. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. Let I blamed Duck Cowboy a little bit because I ran this past him and he was very supportive. Well, um, we discussed it. And what we've all found out here is that it was actually Marcus Mariota because watch Corey Davis have a breakout year next year with Tannehill. Stop. Shut your you mouth. You might want to look Maybe. at him again. <laughs> you know, I, he's, I swear he will. You know he's going to be he the will guy. Have him. He's going to be the guy you can't quit. <laughs> Uh, it's another Roddy White and Vincent Jackson nonsense that I got to deal with. Do we have Do we have time for a cu- couple more? Yeah, two more. Okay, um, Devontae Parker in the wide receiver world, twelfth yes. overall. Man, he came yes. on strongly. Devontae Parker is, has has been a guy that so many different teams has taken a, a a run at, and he just doesn't produce and doesn't produce. And the year that he had this year. Is it because of Fitz magic and his long ball and playing from behind? Uh, well, what do you it's guys funny think? Be, well, it's funny because the, there was a – I was listening to something, a podcast or something, and, or maybe it was just something on Twitter, but they were talking about Gase and all the players from a fantasy standpoint that were much improved after he left, and then the, the players that he inherited were much worse um, from a fantasy perspective. So – I say yes, Devontae Parker. He's always had talent. He just never really had the scheme. Maybe Fitzmagic will be back. The Harvard grad. Gore? Yeah, I think I think it's definitely Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic. Uh, you know, he just likes to sling it. And um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I would say he's not a keeper because who knows what, what's going to happen with him next. He's a journeyman. Um I would be watching that one for sure. And at this point, I would say um, trade Bader or not a keeper. But Josh Rosen is so good. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's amazing. Oh. Yeah, he is. No. That's why, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's a good point. I mean, if Josh Rosen is the quarterback, that's different. Tua. Okay, this one's touchy. Saved it for last. Mr. Todd Gurley. You bastard. (laughs) 15th overall at running backs, 67th overall at points. Such a good keeper for so many years, multiple titles. Here's what I will say. You don't pass on a running back that gets that many touches. Because if you guys recall, the year that 
I'm going to say 2015 was a year that I picked him up in a trade with products. That was a bad year for him, right? Like he had, maybe it was 2016. I don't remember. Anyways, rough year, lots of carries, but no production out of the carries. Like this isn't the first time you've seen this from Todd Gurley. Switch things up, open up some lanes. And if you get 20 carries a game or 20 touches a game and you're as athletic as Todd Gurley, how do you not make that? into a beautiful thing for champions you know i don't know but i will pass on my answer <laughs> trade bait <laughs> trade bait yeah <laughs> i mean is, is arthritic knee going to be an issue i don't know i mean you you got game script issues they're not trying to conserve them so i think you know his overall carries is going to be down or at least not more um but I think you're right, talent-wise, boy, tough to, you know, go into the season with them, making sure, you know, you, you got them, or at least keep them from somebody else. Because <laughs> um, yeah. he could, you know, do a ton of points at any time. So I'd say keeper, at least one more year. One more year, keeper. With who? We will see. Uh, exactly. We shall you see. Guys, you guys, I was keeping uh, score there the whole time. You guys are actually tied on your right and wrong answers. Um, so for a tiebreaker i'm gonna do an over under over under three over under two and a half tight ends kept under um i'm gonna say over i think kelsey Ertz, and uh kittle will get kept interesting you guys know that waller was actually the number three tight end this last year Oh, I forgot um, about Waller, so I'll 60, say over. 65 uh, overall. Um, you know, have a new owner, but uh, Waller's an interesting piece, and then we'll have to see how Ertz comes back from being beaten up. But uh, interesting at tight end, too. I don't think we've ever had three or four kept. So I got that one no. right, then. <laughs> yeah, Gore's the winner. Gore. Gore, good job. You're, <laughs> you're the guest. You know, you're <laughs> – Thank okay, you, last, <laughs> I think we're fit, we're gonna wrap this up, guys. We're a little we're a little yeah. longer than I was hoping for. So I think that's that's it. I was gonna go into some of the stuff to expect in the offseason. We talked a little bit about obviously we can do new owner. I'm not going to put a um limit on when we can start talking trades. All I will say to people out there is don't be an idiot, don't agree to a trade now. <laughs> that you're going to regret four months from now, leave yourself right. some wiggle room from Irish puddles. Don't, you don't have to commit to him. I know he's going to pressure yeah. you. I'm just kidding. He's all he, good. You definitely don't. <laughs> no, obviously we've proven that over and over again. Um, yeah. We've proven then, that, right? We talked yeah, about it. Exactly. And the, the owner's meeting is going to be a little different this year. We're not going to have a voting format. It'll be more of a, discussion format we'll break down the entire league and you know kind of break it up into chunks and we'll talk about those just remind everybody how we do things and then we can talk about what we could do different and if we want to vote on it that way when we do the owners meeting is still a little up in the air there's a lot happening in in the spring at least for me that is going to make it a little challenging to get there in may but we'll, we'll, we'll worry about that later and then every, i've been thinking about this for a while but now that we have an opening i think it's time for for me what i want to do with all the owners and so hopefully everyone's listening to the end of this because they're going to have a to-do on their their list is 
I like everyone to set up some time with me that we can have kind of like a end of season discussion and provide feedback about the league, about kind of how I'm managing the league. I can give a little feedback to the individual owners that we have one-on-one conversations. So everyone try to set up that time. And if you don't, then I'll find you, um, you know, cause I'm always looking for ways to find folks. And by the yeah. way, you know how much, you know how many fab bucks he got me got for getting second in the toilet tournament? Yeah, 58, five bucks for next year. It's 58 good. bucks. <laughs> yeah. That's better than getting third place. I think, well, third place you get, I think you get 23 or something. Mm. Or I got a little chunk. Yeah. yeah, you got something. I'm trying to think of what it was. Um, but anyway, so. So, so exit, do, exit interviews. Schedule your exit interview. Yeah, and I want, because I Sounds want people good. to own it themselves and have to have a conversation with me about the league because I don't, I don't, I think there's people that feel they're entitled to be in this league and no one is entitled to be in this league except for, of course, you guys. But um, actually, Gore, you got 35 extra bad bucks mm, for getting third place. Nice. Con- congratulations. All right. And then Sardo Sammy's got 23. So it's helpful for the next guy. But, anyways, that's it. That's all I got. What do you guys think? We're good? Anything you guys want to say? Gore, would you like to say anything to the league? Anything inspirational, perhaps? Oh, man. <laughs> um, don't trade uh, uh, too early. Um, I'm inspired. <laughs> would, be, would be my best advice at this point. Yeah. Gore, <laughs> right, Gore, so Gore, is, right Gore, Gore is always out there. <laughs> Oh, you guys are awesome. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks, Gore. This is great. Thanks for jumping on last minute and being such a good sport. Totally appreciate it. And here's the 2020, guys. And I will say in closing, because I like to drag these out for one more. I know you do. I know. I know. (laughs) I promise you we're the only league in America that is talking about fantasy football, the 2020-2021 season (laughs) on January 8th. <laughs> yeah. Best That's league in America. Oh yeah, I did send out the new rosters yeah. and draft board. The draft board looks, you know, crazy. It's messed up. Yeah. See you soon. Bye right, guys.